Hello, listeners. I am super excited for this week's episode because I made a best friend out of it. Daniel Cusimano from The Circle Season 3 is here and is just truly the best thing in the world. This was recorded a minute ago, so we make celebrity Big Brother predictions, chat about BB23, and all kinds of other reality TV things. He is currently traveling around the world on Semester at Sea, and it's so cool to see some of the things that we talked about on this episode as they are coming to life. I love him, and you probably already do too, but if you haven't seen him on The Circle, what are you waiting for? This is my last episode before we kick off Celebrity Big Brother Talk, so make sure to subscribe, like, rate, review, all the things to help us out and make sure that you get your episodes in before a new one comes out. They do not mess around on Celebrity Big Brother, and neither do we. Now, here is my episode with Daniel Cusimano. Hello, hello, babes. Hi. Oh my gosh. This is crazy. Stop. You are so cute. I cannot handle you. Oh my gosh. Stop. How are you? I'm good. Just, you know, living the American dream, trying to vibe, trying to thrive, trying to somehow get decent lighting without looking like I'm psychotic, but it's fine. We love this for me. Oh my gosh. Okay. So like, what are you doing now? Like what's happening in your life? In life, oh God, I good question. I feel like it's everything and nothing all at the same time. It's like you have brands reaching out. Like I might like go back to school, but I also might do like a semester at sea, which is like travel around Europe and like do school there. But like I might have that like I might like get like a deal because like I'm like an influencer now, which is disgusting. Um, oh. So who I literally don't I don't know. I might be moving to Austin, Texas with Matthew. Like there's just so much going on. Like, oh my gosh. So yeah, so like nothing, but also like everything all at the same time. And my brain's like, what's happening? What's real and what's not real? I don't know. I love that for you. Oh my gosh. Um, well, that would be amazing to travel around the world oh, and I be an die. influencer. I know, just to be like, I'm doing school, but like, hi, I'm in Paris. Like, <laughs> I feel like very on brand for me, but like, who knows? I don't know. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, we're just going to dive into everything because I have a bajillion questions for you. I honestly ask every single question you have for me. All, all your, you have all my time, baby. Like, I'm so excited to talk to you. Okay. So my first question is, okay, so we're going to start, let me just give you a rundown. Sorry. We're going to start with the circle and then we're going to talk about big brother. So like, oh baby, my favorite thing. I love you so much. I'm so ready for this. Are you kidding me? You have no idea. So excited. So my very first question maybe seems a little strange, but do you still (laughs) talk to Michelle? The real Michelle. Yes. All the time. See, what's so funny is like when I first started doing interviews, like right at the beginning, before the show even came out, people like, oh, like, how are you and Michelle? And I'm like, what do you fucking mean? Like, I'm, me and Michelle are fine. Like, what? And then, like, you watch it and everybody's like, oh, my God, like, you did Michelle so dirty. And I'm like, you got, okay. And I need to clear the air for everybody because I'm so annoyed. Not annoyed, but, like, people think I did Michelle dirty and like I backstabbed her and like I understand my intro I was like I'll do whatever I have to do when but like what I did was not like you didn't conniving. know no but it was not conniving at all because here's the thing I said this I knew she was the real Michelle 
from like the jump, like we had our little one-on-one conversation. I believed all of her pictures in the game. I knew she was real. I did. When I had that conversation with her, I genuinely was like, I believe you are the real bitch. Cause there's also parts of that conversation. Like they didn't show, like I asked her, I was like, Oh, why was that your favorite drink again? Like that tropical drink? Like what was it for? Cause like it was pina colada, the same thing we had. Um, and I wanted to like try to catch her in the lie and she answered it for me. And I was like, okay, so you're the real one. Um, but then once Nick brought in blue Michelle into the chat, like me and Nick kind of believed orange Michelle was real. Calvin was like, no guys. And then brings in blue Michelle, blue Michelle's like, yeah, like no, this, that, the other thing. And I'm like, well, I know no one's going to vote for her. So I'm not going to stick my neck out for this girl. I'm already a 21 year old or 20 year old twink. Like I'm already on the outskirts of everyone else. And so I was like, there's no reason for me to stick my neck out for no reason. And everybody just thinks I was like being malicious. And like, it was just this big thing. I was like, no, I quite literally was just trying to like stay in the game because my one vote to this bitch did not matter at all in conclusion we're so good we're really fine like she under I told her and she's like oh I completely get it king like at finale we are good well that you just set up perfectly my next question which is we see these like short conversations almost to the point where it's like uncomfortably short like they really had a conversation in like two minutes like that's so crazy so there are parts that we just don't see oh so many I mean there's many conversations you don't see there's alliances you don't see like people don't know but I had an alliance with Matthew aka Ashley and Sophia aka Isabella called Rainbow Road we made it on day seven um like episode seven of the show like right after they became influencers um but like that doesn't make the show and so people are like why did you see Isabella and I was like well I wanted to see Isabella to tank Nick's rating so he couldn't win the game because I hated Nick on the show and I also was like she was in my alliance and you know but yeah there's conversations you don't see and they get so like even the short conversations that's not always how they go like a lot of the times like you have the beginning of the conversation and then there's a lot that gets unsaid but then what they edit next is like the transition of okay anyway so what about this and this and there's like so much dialogue you don't see but it's about like what I want to say each conversation is between maybe 20 to 40 minutes, maybe depending on how big it is. Cause it's like, you have to say all your things and you have to say, okay, I think I want to say this, this, this. And then they're like, okay, like, do you want to add in this? And you're like, yeah, like, I think I want to bring up that. And then you have to say your message all over again. It has to be sent. The other person has to read it. So for TV. So there's just so much like magic that you don't see that like goes on. Wow. Oh my gosh. So when you're in your like rooms, cause in big brother, it's really interesting because they don't really see any of the producers or anyone. Yeah. Are there people coming in and out of your room? No. Well, yes and no. So like we have our things called like voices and like our voices, like our voices of God, like that's what they're called. You don't see them, but you hear them. I had like a daytime producer and I had a nighttime producer. Um, so like we never saw them. I did get to see them on our down day. We had like a down day in between, which I don't know if, if people know this and I don't even know if I'm allowed to say this, um, whatever, like Netflix is going to clock my shit probably. But, um, after day six of the show, there's a down day where we do not do anything at all, where we watch Netflix. We do not film. We get to order takeout. We like, it's just we relax and I think that's a day for production to like regroup edit and you know what I mean and do what they got to do um and just for like players to have like a essence of a breath even though I was still thinking game um but yeah you have your voice in the god you don't see them but you do have like your floor people so like I had a lady who would come every day oh like is there anything I can get you to eat like is there anything you want on your grocery list and like she was the sweetest human being she had glasses I think her name was Jen I loved her we had people coming in to give us like COVID tests like I literally opened up my door and a guy literally was like I'm here to give you a test and I literally was like 
stuck the tongue out, oh. stuck the nose up. Like literally it was like a hit and run, like literally. How often um, were they doing that? So when we went to the UK, it was literally like every three days. Like when I, we had to quarantine our own apartment for two weeks. Um, and then after we quarantined in our own apartment, I was, I think I quarantined for 15 days. Cause fun fact, I actually flew out for season two. Um, and then I got held for three. So I flew out, was there for 15 days to my quarantine apartment, had like people coming to give me COVID tests. Um, then we got moved out of that apartment. I filmed my intro video. And then I went into a hiding apartment with my chaperone. And I was there for about like three weeks. And they would come literally every two, three days. And like, and we they even had someone come to my house before I flew out to test me to see if I was negative for COVID. So like they had their shit on lock. Like I'm telling you, like I never once was worried about getting COVID. Like even the people, even the runners, like giving us our food had masks on, like had, were double masked. Like when they would take us up to the roof masked, like we were like fine. Like they wouldn't really get too close to us because they were with other contestants, but like so safe, like during the pandemic in November too, like it was insane. So, wow, they shot season two and three, like, back to back. That literally, I think they had a week and a half in between filming. So they shot season two, middle of October. I want to say they started filming October 16th or 17th, if I'm not mistaken. And then they started, and then that is, uh, it's around, like, two weeks, I want to say, we're in the apartments. And then they filmed my seasons on November 5th is when we started filming. So literally, it was, like, it was like a week, I want to say, production had to like change the rooms, figure out who they, because I found out I was going in 12 hours before. They like gave me the official call at like 5, 6 p.m. And they said, okay, like you're starting eight, you're going in tomorrow, you have a car picking up at like six, seven o'clock, like you're going in. So it's like, it's all boom, 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 boom. And so like, there was so much stress because like, I thought I was going to be on season two and they're like, you're not starting eight, but like live out of your suitcase. You could get called at any minute and I'm stressing. And then I get told, Hey, you're now in consideration for three. And like your flights getting moved. I had a flight like October 30th and then it got changed to November 20th. So like I was in the UK for two months. It was me, Nick, Rachel, James, and Matthew all flew out for season two. So we were in the UK for two months. So it was just like, we were oh all just like- Oh my gosh. Yeah, we were all like on pins. Like, you're just stressed because I wanted to be starting eight because I wanted to like do as much strategy as I could. And I felt like coming in as early as I could would be the best for my strategy. So I was like, please don't get put on two. Please don't get put on two. Like, I went through Halloween there. Like me and my chaperone were doing like face masks, watching the notebook, crying, eating ice cream. We were doing Halloween together, like carving pumpkins. The election was happening at the time. Like I stayed up, fun fact, I literally stayed up for the election till 8 a.m. And then literally like five hours later, I get a call right before my class because I was also doing school at the same time. And she's like, hi, you have like a 90% chance of going on season three starting tomorrow. I was like, bitch, I've literally had two hours of sleep. What the fuck? Losing my mind. Losing so what my- did you do about school? Were you just like, see ya? Well, I told my professors, cause like we were kind of doing a hybrid style at this point. And I told them, I was like, hi, I'm flying out to the UK. Like I'm going to be off grid for two weeks. Like, is that okay? Got the all clear. Um, and I was like, it should be between like this date and this day. Um, and then that didn't happen. And then I like, when I got that call that day, I said, hi, like I'm going in. They didn't know the show. They didn't know what show it was for. Cause I was under NDA. And I was like, hi, just like letting you know, like I'm going in tomorrow. Like I was just told now, like I'm going to be gone for two weeks. Like I'll be back in classes when I come home on November 20th was my flight and I was like 
Hasta la Vista and like because they fly out a bunch of people to the UK I think they flew out 50 people for two seasons only used 23 of us people got flown out and got sent home with nothing film their intro video nothing you got sent home I mean we got paid like they got paid so whatever um but like over a hundred thousand people applied for the show that's why this is all so surreal like everybody's like how does it feel being famous and I'm like I'm just a little twink from Palm Harbor Florida like I just I'm just a regular average Joe who got like the craziest opportunity of a lifetime like it's insane Oh my gosh. I know that's like so much tea for you. I know. I feel like I just gave you like, I feel like I don't even know if it was legal. I don't even, I feel like I'm going to have like lawyers coming for me, but Madison for you, the world. So I mean, sweetest ever. I I mean, if Netflix is listening to this podcast, then like, why am I not famous by now? Like, hi, hello. I know if they're watching you like, hello, Netflix, (laughs) I do love you. Please keep hiring me. I love you. Yes. Hi. Um, That is amazing. And that's like, I think that really speaks to like something that I have talked about with a lot of big brother contestants is like this idea of like, you're such a normal person and you got this crazy opportunity. And I just love, this is why I love to talk with like reality TV people, because that's like what it is. It's like these normal freaking people who just, just like, have crazy personalities get like a crazy like opportunity exactly yeah. like that's why I'm like I'm really like I just was lucky like people are like how does it feel being famous and I'm like I would not say I'm famous and I was like I just was so lucky and like blessed by God like to like for this to like even happen like this is insane like I always wanted to do this and in the back of my mind I always knew I was going to be on reality tv but like I applied when I was 19, filmed when I was 20. It came out when I was 21. Like, it's just been, like, it was on a Times Square billboard. Like, you just, like, can't, like, picture this stuff. Like, my brain's like, no, this isn't really happening. Like, what? So I'm literally a normal, average bitch. If anybody's listening and you ever see me, like, please come up to me. Like, I'm not a celebrity. Like, you, I, I will take pictures, sign whatever. Like, I'm just a normal ass human being. That's just, like, low-key psychotic so you know I love it I mean I love all of that okay so my next question now I like deep dived into your circle experience because I literally not lying rewatched the entire season yesterday in preparation for this why are you amazing I love you so, I like I like knew you but now I like really you're know like you. I know I social security number I have it birth certificate I have, I have a all all of it printed oh. ready it's to in go. a little folder I love it have you made pancakes and bacon since being on the Such circle? a controversial question, Madison. And it's rude you're at. No, I'm kidding. Um, okay. You want to hear the funny thing is I entered that shit and I was like, guys, I'm a professional at making pancakes. Like I was like, I'm good. Like I've never made bacon in my life though. I was like, I'm fucked with this bacon. Like I am done. But I was like, my pancake skills, mwah, boom. And then I watch it all unfold and I'm like, ah, and here's the thing, Madison. And I, to my defense, it was in like UK measurements where like, I literally like, so like, again, I literally thought it said like two cups of oil or like three fourths of oil. I forgot what the measurement was. And I was like, okay. And that's why they were like bubbling. That's why they look rank as hell. And I was like, I was like, I did that in the water. And I literally read the directions. And I was telling someone like the producers, I'm like, look at it. It said two cups of oil, bitch. Like I know what it said. And so I just think whoever makes that company royally screwed up because I read that shit for hours. I was like looking back. I had in the trash can, but I was like reading the label. I was like, it was two cups. And I would like show like 
the personal assistants that would come to my room, I'm like, read it. And they're like, yeah, like it says two cups. And I'm like, F all y'all. You know, I was like, someone's trying to make me look bad. But no, my, oh, my bacon was bomb as hell. Have I made pancakes since then? I don't think so. The trauma. At this, traumatic, point, like, yeah. at this point, I would do it on like an Instagram live or like I've never made, that was the only time I've ever made bacon in my life, baby. I don't cook. And so uh, the fact that the bacon came out as good as it did, phenomenal. And I did eat the pancakes. For everybody who wants to know, I know, I brave, I know. <laughs> I literally, and I made multiple of them. And I was like, I made it, I'm eating it. And I literally just like poured a shit ton of whipped cream and like, and, and a syrup. And like, after we were done, like filming that little part or whatever, like the conversation was done. My producer was like, Daniel, like you don't have to eat it. And I'm like sobbing, eating it. And I'm like, I have to. and you just hear it like crunch, like it's a chip. And my producer was like, this is foul. And I was like, and I was like, can I lay on my bed and take a nap? My stomach's dead. And she was like, please. And I was just laying on the bed. I was like, passed away like I was on the cross for the crucifixion but I ate it I ate it so I know honestly you deserve to win just for that I said these guys if they asked me if there was a game where it's like why do you deserve to win the circle I would have been like I literally ate an oil (laughs) pancake listen if you put enough syrup and like whipped cream on it you can barely you can still taste the oil just not as much so I was like it was bad it was it was hysterical and like I feel like if I ever do the circle again I have to have a redemption bake-off um but you know (laughs) do you think they'll ever do like a circle all-stars type situation listen I would love if they didn't I say this I think if they didn't all-stars I say have everyone be a catfish and have no blocked video and no one gets to see each other because I feel like that would be insane. Like I said, like Roxana's my best friend. I'm like, imagine like me and Roxana or any duo or anybody who's best friends on that show together. And let's say like, I might not like who Roxana's catfishing and I block her. And then I'm like, oh my God. And I find out I blocked my best friend from like my show. I think that would be so cool for the audience to see or like, you know what I mean? Like you see Joey and Shuby and like maybe Shuby boots off Joey because like Joey's playing this like girl that he doesn't like. And they're like, you oh know what I mean? My so gosh. I feel like that, I feel like they should do that. Or if they should do like a duo season, like, I feel like that would be amazing. Like bring back like iconic duos together. Oh, it would be insane if they did that I just feel like it'd be so cool like to do like an all-stars but like have everybody like catfish nobody really knows and like at the end of the game like you're like wait a minute wait a minute and like you just start getting it like I just think oh, that'd be I so love cool. that idea so cool. oh my gosh um, Netflix if you're listening to this uh just like put me on please like I won't hey. ask for I won't pay I won't have you like pay me for my idea you can have it for free um, just as long as so you make fun. sure he wins that yeah, that would be great as well. <laughs> as long as I can win, sure. And just please put me on it. Like, oh, that'd be so cool. It's so actually cool. funny that you mentioned Shuby, and I've been very careful not to reveal who my guests are going to be. But I happened to run in to Shuby. I live in LA. Uh, um, this was the weekend that you all were here for the rap party. That was insane. And my partner, um, Austin. He like comes up to me. We watched, we're huge fans of Shuby. Comes up and he goes, Oh my God, Madison, Shuby's over there. And I was like, What? Shut up. No, stop. And he's like, The (laughs) excitement on his face. And I literally went, We need to get him on the podcast. 
and we like and that's when the brain starts working she was like turn it on we gotta go totally and I said hey I have a podcast about reality tv when I come on and all he does is go I love reality tv yes and I'm like do you not realize you are reality tv like it's just like him being him you know he's like exactly as I thought he would be just like not even thinking about himself and being like, oh my gosh, I love reality TV. Yeah. I, and the gag is, is like, we really are all normal people because I'm the same person. Like, I just love talking reality TV. Like, Big Brother, it's literally my pop socket. And we're going to talk about it. It's a whole, yeah, it's my pop socket. It's my license plate. My license plate has BB Dan in it for Big Brother Daniel. I'm not kidding you. When I came to the UK, my lock screen was Big Brother and my pop socket was Big Brother. So when we had to turn in our phones, I'm like, this is awkward. Like, because I have a whole other, rea- oh no. So You don't are worry. the perfect person. No. Girl, we will to. get, don't worry, we will get into it. I've seen every US season, I've seen every Canada season, but nine, I think the recent one that just came out. Oh, so well, don't worry, we'll get into it. But yes, in conclusion, I love Shuby for being like that because I would too. If you came up to me, I'd be like, bitch, what do you want to talk about? I wouldn't even be like, oh, you want to talk about the circle that I was just on? I'd be like, you want to talk about Survivor? I've seen every season of that. You want to oh talk about Big Brother? I've seen every season of that. You want to talk yeah. about Survivor? Oh, that's me. Amazing. Well, perfect. I literally picked the perfect people. Um, you really did. <laughs> I mean, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. So yeah. Okay. I just also wanted to add, well, okay. Hmm. I want to add that I rewatched obviously the circle yesterday, season three, mm-hmm. everyone check it out. I was weeping when Roxana got blocked and came to your room. I literally, I mean, I'm like bags under my eyes from just weeping last night over this like beautiful moment that is just still so touching to me. Oh, so you all are still buddies. We talk every day, like literally like she is my human. Like I, and people will ask me they'll be like what is like the best moment for you in the circle and like there's a part of me that wants to say like oh when I got influencer but there was a part of it was like when Roxana came to like see me like it was so like there was no doubt in my mind who she was like I was like I know she's real and I didn't think she was going to come see me because it was like 10 minutes after they announced someone was coming and then I hear this big ass knock on my door and I open it up and I see her and I'm like and it was like, I was just emotional because it was like, I tell Roxana this all the time. It was never game with her. Like I never was in a conversation with her. And I was like, what do I want to get out of her? What do I want to know out of this? It was just me being me. And it was her being her. And there was a conversation right before the influencers get revealed and we had it um, and it made it in the show, but we're just going at it. Like homegirls hitting me message, 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 like five in a row. Like, and we're just shooting the shit. Like she's like, I don't trust this bitch. I like this bitch. And there was never a moment in my mind where I'm like, is she playing me to try to get information? I'm like, no bitch. I'm glad you brought it up because I thought the same shit. I'm like, F Nick, we got to get him out of here. Jackson's a catfish, whatever we move on. And it was like, it was so real. And it's funny because my mom before the show left, she's like, I don't understand because we only got to see season one. And she was like, I don't understand how people are in your like day three and four being like, I trust this bitch with my life. And I'm like, when you're in a game like this, trust is the one thing you don't have, but you need. And you just like, you're like, well, maybe I make the right decision. Maybe I don't. But it was like with Roxana, I was like the world would literally give her the world like I love her family her husband Wayne is like I love him we talk Yara her little like baby girl most iconic beautiful human I she's my person I love her love 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 her we talk every day she's oh everything's real okay so now I need to know first of all 
Are you 22 now or 21? 21. 21. I turned 21 August 31st. Like literally I got announced that like I was going to be on the show. I want to say like the 28th, 27th of August. And then I was like, and then I turned 21. So it was like, everything was happening at once. I was like, in my brother's, he had a, his weddings like next week and he had like his bachelor weekend in like Destin, Florida when the show was getting announced. So like I was in Destin, Florida for my brother's bachelor weekend. Like I get announced I'm on the show after keeping this a secret for a year and a half because I applied last April, uh, which is, yeah, I know the tea baby. It's, it's so much. And then I was like, my birthday's happening. I had interviews on my birthday. I had like 20 interviews to do on my birthday with like Roxana Michelle. Oh, it was the craziest but best time well so yeah I mean that's how do you keep that a secret you don't for that <laughs> long like because it it really is like I mean Big Brother is interesting because it's like you go on the show you leave you're famous you can talk about and, it whatever thank you. yeah with like this and this, survive it's like you've shot this show knowing your life is going to change drastically but it's like waiting for that to happen you know, it's the craziest thing because I'm not a patient person. Really, I'm not. I'm a person where it's like, I want it fast. I want it now. Let's move on. Um, and so, uh, and fun, another fun fact that because every time I keep bringing, think about it, I just think of more things. I wasn't going to do this show. I applied for it. I got a call a month later and I was like, oh, that's nice. And I was sitting at this desk. My phone was right over here. And I like, saw I got a call from a producer. Like I was working for my family and I was like, oh yeah, like I'm not going to do it. Cause like, I want to get on big brother for five months. I'm telling you, I was like going through the process. I was like, I'm not going to do it. And literally like, I just I kept going on. And it was the day before my final audition. I wake up and I text my brother and I was like, I guess I'll do the show if they like want me on it. Like, I don't know why, but like for the longest I wasn't going to do it. So like it was, I, to answer your question, it goes like, I didn't really think I was going to have to keep a secret because I was like, oh, I'm not going on it. Like, you know what I mean? So like I prepared myself, but coming back home, I had, oh, I had lies about everything. I had, people thought I was doing an independent study in Palermo, Italy. People thought I was visiting my uncle up in Tennessee, visiting family in the UK. Some people thought I was going to be a Disney character performer, like on a Disney cruise line. Like I had every lie going. And I think that's what helped is my roommates for the longest thought I was going to be a performer on a Disney cruise line. I'm like, Oh yeah, we'll go on a cruise. Like we're going to these ports and these ports. Like I can't tell you what musical I'm doing yet. And like, I had them eating out of the palm of my hand. Um, and then I worked for Disney for two months. And so that was right before the show aired. Like I had a, it was between June to August and I was like, Oh, I have two months to spare. Why not work for Disney for a little? So that helped me, but it was hard, like helping, like cleaning up pools and like working with kids being like, my life's going to change in in a few days and I feel like the closer it came the harder it was because it was like why am I doing x y and z when like I'm not going to be here in like two weeks you know yeah it's hard but I feel like you just have to go through life and we had each other thank god and we all are a family so it's like I was talking to James every day I was talking to Rachel Matt Roxana like all these people like every single day and so I feel like that's what helped is like they were a sense of like home for me yeah. Oh my gosh. That's incredible. Craziness. And then all of a sudden it was just like randomly world. out of nowhere on a YouTube live where they're like time to announce the starting eight. And I'm just sitting there at this Airbnb with like my brother and the groomsmen. And I'm like, hi. <laughs> and then like, you just see your face on the screen and then your just phone starts blowing up. And like, it, that was the craziest day. My phone, I, I think I was on my phone from 10 AM. I literally took a 
what's the sleeping gummy you take? What's it called? What are they called? Oh, I know what you're melatonin. Melatonin. Yes. Mel- the night before I was like, I've never taken melatonin. Hit me with like three of these bitches. Slept for like this thing was coming out in, like 45 minutes. I was like, wake up, rise and shine. And literally, like you're just my I was on my phone from like I want to say 10 a.m. to like 5 a.m. Like all day just like answering dms answering text message like phone calls it was just like it was the best like one of the best days of my life it was just like finally everything i've waited for is like finally happening oh my gosh i love that so have you had alcohol no still though here's the thing i i want to do it for something really big and i know like you're like well daniel you went on a worldwide reality television show at 20 and like you know it came out and you're like on your 21st birthday the show was announced and i was like yeah i did say this though when i win big brother and that's when um i'm gonna take a shot and i'll be there it either <laughs> i it's either gonna be that or i will drink champagne with everybody for the first time when we enter when you go house. yeah so i have to debate though because i'm worried i'm gonna have like one sip of alcohol and i'm gonna be drunk off my fucking ass and then i'm gonna be like telling everybody my whole strategy um which we cannot do no. so i cannot drink in that house so i don't know it, it'll be as spur of the moment it'll be whatever <sighs> oh my gosh well that's the perfect segue into big brother which is yeah. my favorite television Thanks. show oh no it's my favorite tv show verbatim bar none no questions asked and i'm so excited to talk to you about it because you've had this like unique experience now and you're a huge fan of big brother so it's oh, yeah. like oh wait, it's this... crazy because well now i get to talk to people from big brother so yeah. it's like i'm literally like friends with people from big brother where i'm like just facetiming them or texting them or like hey let's hang out here and like even it's so funny when we had a rap party in la i met chada anna um tiffany derek x and uh claire and i literally was like r.i.p to who was the who, oh and kylan i also saw kylan there as well and i literally was like my three favorite from the beginning literally were hannah claire oh four hannah claire derek x and tiffany and so like seeing them i'm like fangirling and i'm like you guys like and it was crazy because i was like you guys are literally like at an event for me but like this is all I cared about. When I found out Big Brother people were coming, I was like, F everybody else in season one and two and three of the circle. I'm like, where's my Big Brother peeps? Like, let me just chit chat. And they're like, I'm in love with Derek X and Claire and Tiffany and Hannah and all of them. I literally was like, I love every single one of you. Oh, I love that. I, this season was just oh, amazing. Quite literally monumental is the only word I would put for it. It was literally really? monumental. It's true. It's so true. Um, so it's kind of cool because you got to watch, obviously, because you were, your show is done. You've already shot it. You get to watch all of Big Brother. Um, you mentioned who your favorites were. Were there any parts where you were like, oh, I'm just so frustrated with this person or I wouldn't have done that or. It's, you know, I feel like what's so unique about this season is there, you know, since the, um, since the cookout was so big and was so prominent and you know it was it was hard for me to really say I wish you could do this because I was like there's nothing you could do when you were up against the cookout there's nothing you can do like you can theoretically you can be like Claire why did you when you had your power why did you not do whatever you wanted to do with it but it also makes sense like it made sense at the time you look at Derek X I mean I the only one I'm kind of annoyed with was maybe Sarah Beth because I'm like what was your HOH like what did you gain from this like you know what I'm saying like Sarah Beth that's I was like queen but again 
when you're in the show, like when you're like when you do a reality TV show, like it's hard because like you just know it's so different. Like, because again, I put myself on the outside where I'm like, okay, but I'm seeing what everybody's doing. I'm seeing the alliances. I'm seeing how they're talking, what they're saying in a DR. They don't know. So it's just like hard for me. Oh, there's other seasons I could tell you stuff where I'm like, why the hell? But I feel like this season it's hard because like when you're up against the cookout, like it's like, what could you do differently? But oh, I was pissed with Hannah. Oh, oh, you know what I was pissed at? Aza. Aza. There we go. Sorry. When she got when she got the double, she was the one who when she got the double and she put up, was it said, who was it? It was Hannah and um, Hannah and Dar- Hannah and Xavier. And I'm like, um, what are you doing? Put the men up. Like you have two women left. What are you doing? At that point, yeah. No, never mind. That's a point. I was like, what are you doing, bitch? And then you have Aza being like, I would have taken dare i would have taken xavier to the end i'm like what i'm like i'm like queen and i understand the reasoning of i want to like a, you know i, I want like a i want someone who was like played this game amazing like in a black winner i was like but baby that could have been you like don't sell yourself short you know what i'm saying like you played a good game like you did what you had to do to get to where you needed to go like whatever and then i was just angry at derek f where i'm like derek f over your being like blind ass loyalty to xavier being like yeah king i'm like you gonna lose i'm like what is going on and i like i know oh, it was such a weird final three dynamic of like but honestly like the only thing I just wanted also to win that final HOH I was like this night because you know I'm gonna say this every season I've watched the past few seasons I've really watched of Big Brother finale have been boring to me because you know what's gonna happen which again it's a good winner you know what I mean like with all-stars last year like I was filming for the circle and so I couldn't watch it until I came back home um and I'm like, a, I, and this is very controversial and you'll probably hang up this like recording right now when I tell you this, I love Nicole F. <gasps> she's one of my all-time, fa- she's like my favorite I player. don't want to tell you how I feel about what you just said because I know the demographic that listens to this podcast and they'll never listen to me again. But you but know- like, are we here? We're here. Okay. And now here's the thing, everybody. Now I want to say this. So you don't never come back to Madison's podcast ever again. Um, I want to like say my reasoning. My first season I ever watched was season 16. I like rewatched it. I was like in bed and I typed in a random season and I loved her because she was an underdog. I love an underdog. So she won that battle back in BB 16. I was like, as you fucking should queen, they're all coming after you. All these men that are threatened by you. I love you. Then if that was, I watched that in April, my freshman year of high school. Then that following summer, just two months later, BB-18 airs, where Nicole comes back, my favorite from 16. It's the first season I'm ever watching live. And I loved her gameplay. You know, she had men as shields. I think it is very smart. There's no certain way to play Big Brother. There's no certain way to play any game, to play the circle, to play Big Brother, to play Survivor. No way. And I loved her strategy because I said, yes, use these men as a shield. You're still winning these comps. You still have a great social game. Keep on going on. And my first season I watched live, the bitch fucking wins. After two months ago, I literally just like was obsessed with her of being this underdog. So like just based off of like, she was like my first experience just watching the show and watching it live. I had that love and like loyalty to her. And I, and then for her to get final three, and only being one question away from making that final. Now, given, I do think Cody deserved to win that season. I feel like even if he was up against Nicole, like I was like, you played a hell of a game. Like you really did. 
but for Nicole to be on the show the most days ever, to win the show, and to make it to finale night of All Stars, like she her social game and to like make people believe she's not a threat when she won. Like I, you can love her, you can hate her, but it's like, you cannot say she's not good at the game. And I love her. And I said what I said. I love all of what you just said. Um, I think it's a really interesting take because exactly what you said, there is no right way to play this game. And I actually just had a conversation, which by the time this airs, will have already come out with Derek F., and we chatted yeah. about a lot of things. I love um, Derek F. Like, I, I, well, no, actually, no, I love Derek X. Derek F., I don't know how I feel. I feel like I needed to see him in person. And I, yes, having a conversation with him did feel a lot different. Um, yeah. But I will say, like, regardless of how people feel about his gameplay, if you make it to the end, it's a strategy. Like, it's, it's there's you- no right way to get Listen, that final chair. Look at Victoria from BB16. That girl literally got dragged to the end. But hey, like, would she have ever won? No. But like, you made it to the end. And like, and I always said this, when I always went on reality television, I said, I want my, I want to turn my weaknesses into my strengths. And that's what I did on the circle. As I said, I want people to think I'm young, naive. I'm going to follow them and do whatever I want great. I'm going to play that up. I'm not just going to be like, well, that sucks. That's how they view me. I'm like, no, turn your weaknesses into your strengths. And that's why I hate when people go on big brother and they're like, well, you had a lot of compliments. So like, good for you. That's bullshit because it's like, we're casting everyday regular people. Don't get me wrong. I think if you have a very versatile game and you know, you win comps and you blah, blah, but comps shouldn't be the only thing. Like, that's not how you win the game. You win the game by getting the votes. By yeah, social. For, not getting, for not getting on that box. So for me, social game is, in my opinion, bigger than physical because I'm like, if you have a shit social game where you have to keep winning to survive, then your social game's not good. If yeah. you have to keep winning veto or win HOH, and don't get me wrong, there's a lot of times where like you just might be put in a rough position. There might be times you're just not in the loop, but people who just vote based on comp wins, I think is completely dumb. Like I look at BB21. And I look at Nikki versus Holly and I was like, I think Holly had an amazing social game and she won physical comps. And I'm like, and I feel like Mickey had a shit social game because like he just was not good and he just won a lot of comps. But then again, you also have to look at who was Mickey up against? Nicole, Anthony, Cliff, like, I'm like, I'm sorry. Like we're over here acting like he's in the Olympics winning all these gold medals. I'm like, King, if we're going to be honest, I even look at Xavier, people like Xavier pulled it out at the end. I'm like, okay, well, let's look back at who we were up against. Like, this isn't like BB physical all-stars. You know, like, you know, the challenge, right? It's not like this shit's the challenge. Like this is like regular asshole, like mothers, fathers, like, kids like who never throw a ball in their life and they're like yeah and i beat all of them i'm like all right bitch chill like you really acting like and again compliments are important like it it helps to make moves in the game i get that but i'm just saying to base your final vote off of comp wins i think is so dumb because like big brother is not comp wins obviously is essential but it's like to have that social game of like not getting put up on the block like well i mean it's kind of like kylan's game he had horrible jury management horrible but he wants stuff and had he been at the end i feel like it would have been like i am not voting for you and i'm gonna say this though you know who i also think had terrible i don't want to say jury management i think had terrible cookout management was tiffany um 
And I love Tiff. She's real. She's raw. Like when I met her, I was like, this bitch just shoots the shit. Like she just is herself, which I love. But in Big Brother, I'm like, did you really have to go? Like, do you really have to like, you know what I mean? Like in my mind, like there's just so many things I look at certain things that happen in Big Brother and I was like but was it worth it like you just look at little fights or little like jabs or little like why a beef like just keep it to yourself keep it noted mm-hmm. and move on and so like even Tiffany I think maybe Tiffany might have I think she, I think she probably still would have won I don't know if anybody other than Hannah Chada would have voted for her to win like from the cookout I don't think D- Derek would not have Mm-mm. um Xavier at Kyland, no. Odds are no. Like, I was just like, Queen, I, and I want you to win. Like, when it came down to the cookout, I was like, I want Hannah and I want Tiffany to win. And then who got out first and second? I was like, fuck me. I was like, well, this yeah. is depressing. I was more focused on Big Brother than I was my own show because, like, finale, our finale came out the same night. Like, every week, I'm like, oh, the veto's tonight. And, like, a new batch of episodes would come out for the circle. And I'm like, ah, ah, Big Brother! <laughs> oh my gosh that's amazing well we have to see you on big brother oh no like it's like listen it's going to happen like it's just like and not in like a cocky way not in a like I'm better than everybody else like quite honestly no you want it that bad no like I like again I was not going to go on the circle and like even when I'm on the circle I was like okay but how do I get on big brother like literally the whole time I'm like Daniel just be like just be yourself but like make it far enough where like people like you and like you make an impact and and people see your personality and it's like no because for me big brother's always been the dream it's like when people always ask me my dream job in college and in high school it's like people wanted to be doctors people want to be lawyers I was like I just want to be on big brother like that's it that's like that's always been the dream it's like I it's never you. not been I like it so it's disgusting my profile picture I almost used for the circle and ha- I was wearing a big brother sweatshirt on it and I almost used it I was like because it was like hidden it was hidden enough yeah. where like copyright issues wouldn't be there but like if I was like if you you know that, if you know you know if you know you know but no big brother is just like I love the game I love it's so funny. I am literally the same. However, on the way of like, I want to be a producer for Big Brother, like so badly, like more than I want like air Remember to this breathe. conversation when you're a producer on Big Brother or a casting producer? Please remember. <laughs> no, totally. Like I, we have conversations. We just moved, we moved to LA like a month ago. You and- said we is so cute. By the way, how does it feel to be in a relationship? Can't relate. Uh, you know, it's so good. It's actually my first relationship ever. I've never been in a relationship, so can't relate. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I'm, does he treat you good? Yes. He better. Austin, I'm 26. Austin. Yeah, his name's Austin. You know and we met when I was 25, and that was like my first. I never had a boyfriend in my life. Was he your first kiss? No. <laughs> it's a kiss. Sorry, mom. Um, <laughs> She's like, sorry, mom. Uh, anyways, podcast over. <laughs> Big brother. Uh, 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 but no, Austin. When- Austin watching this podcast being like, I thought I was your first kiss. <laughs> I know now I'm gonna we have a lot to talk about. We have a lot, we have a lot to discuss, me and Austin, now that I've just revealed all of my secrets. Um Austin's actually moving out right now. I hear him packing the bags. He's like, This son of a bitch. I thought she loved me and I was her first kiss and everything. And he's like, Goodbye. Oh Bye. She's, like, <laughs> yeah. she's like, anyways, I'm gonna go on big, I'm gonna be a producer for Big Brother. Literally, it's like my dream, dream, dream. Like we would you talk do, about would it you all want the time. To do Big Brother? Like, um, like how do you think you would do? Like in like the game, I'd win. Done. I'd win. 
I would love you. I already like, I, I'm a person where it's like, I can see their faces and I would be like, oh, I would like them or like, I wouldn't. And like, I just see your face and I would be like, oh, like, no, I would like see you. And I walked in the house and I'd be like, so I know we're best friends. No, literally same with you. Like I am truly obsessed with you. It's like no, weird to no, be obsessed with you. But I'm like, no, like I'm like, we're best friends now. Like no, I'm already we are. like, when I come to LA, like we're getting food, we're getting drinks, like it's happening. And I'm there's there, like, a pullout couch right here that is memory foam. And this is your bed. I, as it honestly as it should but no it really is weird like people just have those faces where it's like you just know like I'm gonna be friends with them and I'm gonna be in contact with them and not and I like look at you I'm like oh yeah like I just know like ne- for big brother celebrity big brother like during the winter like I know I'm gonna be like we will be ass. yes we will be talking every day Live oh, 100%. Like, I'll be getting my thoughts. I'll be like, are you watching the live feed, bitch? I'd be like, hello? Like, I'll be, like, losing my mind. And, like... Oh, I am so... Re- well, let's get your predictions. Who's going on Celebrity Big Brother? Besides really? Todrick Hall, because we all know. <laughs> That's a day, mama! Um, I, honestly, at this point, if Todrick Hall isn't on after everything he's I'll been through... I'll be so mad. 23.5, I'm gonna be like, he deserves a spot. Um, you want to know randomly, because I, I actually don't know if we can, I, well, I can't say that to you because I don't know if it's like under an NDA, but like, I would kind of, I would like to see like famous TikToker, like I would like to see like something like that, like someone where it's like reality's not their life, but they're kind of douchey. Like I almost can see like Tyler Holder, is his name Tyler Holder, Taylor Holder? Do you know what I'm talking about? He's like a viner. Anyways, long story short, whatever. I want to kind of see someone who's like just a personality, like a TikTok, like they, like everybody knows them where it's just like, they're not really strategic and just like, I kind of want something like that. Like really, like, I don't know. Like, But I feel like the other celebrity seasons, I'm like, maybe it's just because I'm not cultured. I'm like, who the hell are these people? Yeah, it's weird because I feel like the show is so like, they have a big following, but it's also like not that many people watch Big Brother that they like get stuck with like these like C-list celebrities. Right. But I feel like after this year, it's like they've built up like. Oh, I oh I feel like this season has like really like put them on the map. Like, yeah, like I, I feel-, feel like they're going to get some big names. Do you have any guesses on who do you think? <sighs> I don't know. It's so hard to say. Or who like, would you want? Like, who would you want? Because I feel like you cannot predict, like, what celebrities, like, going to go. Oh, I think I would like, like, Simone Biles, I think, would be iconic to go on the show. Love. And they do that, like, Olympian thing. I mean, I feel like, yeah, she'd be amazing. I want, like, a young Olympian. Like, I know they had, didn't they have, like, JoJo or Joe? What she went on, like, the challenge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Ryan Lochte was on. Oh, right. Yeah, I want, like, a young, I feel like I'm looking for young. Because... Which is a big reason why I did the show is they're like, Daniel, like, why did you do the show? Also, another fun fact for the viewers, I actually applied for the show to be a catfish, my best friend, Allie. Um, and then I got, and then like, I got my first call and the guy was like, I'm obsessed with you. Like, you just want to play yourself. And I was like, who else better to play? I guess myself. Um, but I say that because I said like, they're like, why do you want to be on the show? And I was like, you don't see me on reality TV. Like I am young. I look young. Like, and usually on Survivor when it's like, you have 18 year olds on it they look 27 you know what yeah. I mean or and even even Jack he was 20 but homeboy looks like you know he smokes like seven packs of cigarettes a day and like he's like looks like he's like 30 so you know what I mean like and I love Jack like Jack <laughs> if you are watching this I love you Jack um, if you're watching this we've DM'd about this podcast and I'd love a response please we if have he's listening 
I Jack will, and I have chatted. Oh, I will now bully him. I have his phone number. I'll be like, why aren't you on the blog? Like, why He's aren't like, you? He was like, oh yeah, let's totally do it. This was during the season. Cause I was like, oh, I'd love your thoughts on what's happening. And then the show ended and he's like, oh, well, I guess the podcast is over. I'm like, no, no, we are here. We are thriving. It is not over. <laughs> we are still here. I have questions. I have, I, have questions. I, I know I need answers. Um, no, but I'll literally text Doc and be like, if, why aren't you talking to Madison right now? Like, I'm, don't speak to me. Like, literally, like, what are you doing? Call me back when you are on the block, okay? Oh, I love that. What's, the, what's that Courtney Kardashian? Call me when you want to be honest. <laughs> That's how I feel with Jack. Call me when you call her back. Anyways, just my start favorite, blacklisting him. My favorite thing about that, the, all their lives, everything is when she says A, B, C, D, E, F, G. F, G, I have to go. What does that even mean? A, B, C, D, E, F, G. E, F, G, I have to go. That's my favorite. <laughs> but you want to know what doesn't make sense though? Is really she should say A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I have to go. Like, because I is... Because I is next. Like, I is the next letter. So why would you say A, B, C, D, E, F, G? I have to go. Like, fuck H. Like, H is just sitting the there. H is silent. <laughs> I wonder what's going on. I'm like, okay. Oh, I do. You want to know what I watched before? I, when I was watching Kardashians, it was on in the. It was on, on Netflix in the UK. Oh. I was binging seasons and nights, like season one, two, three, four. Before I went on, I'm like, like, oh, I was in love with it. And actually, I want to answer your question. You asked me, you're like, was there a move someone made that pissed you off? It wasn't on this season, but you watch because have you watched like how many seasons of Big Brother have you watched? Every single one. Okay. Have you even seen season one? I have seen season one. See, that's we are our best friends because if you can make it through season one of Big Brother, you've gone through war. That's yeah. when I tell people like, oh, you've never seen it. You need to watch. I'm like, start backwards. <laughs> because oh, yeah. oh. if you start at the beginning, you but, won't like the show. But it's, but it's dangerous though, if you start backwards, because for me, I feel like I love the game now. And like when we didn't even have vetoes and we didn't even have, con like we didn't even have contests. For me, I literally watched the season. I did 16, 17, and then I like watched 18 live. And then I went backwards. I think I did like, 15, 14, 13, 12, and 12. And then I was like, wait, but I know All Stars is seven and I want to watch it, whatever. Baby, going through season one is like going through war. For any Big Brother fans, I mean, all of them are that are listening to your podcast, you don't get it. Like, don't speak to, like, you don't know trauma unless you've watched season one. Like, I, it was the hardest thing to get through. And I love Julie Chen. I love CBS. I love Allison Grodner. I love Dan Meehan. I love all of them. Like, I do. But baby, once you see how the game works and, like, how it is now, it's so, like, that's why, like, I would tell anybody, if you, like, think you'll be, like, a super fan and, like, want to watch them, go back to, like, season I even three was good for me. Like, three, four was fine. Two was okay because, you know, you know, Dr. Will. But I'm, like... To go back backwards is hard because, like, the game, like, just, like, evolves. And yeah. when you, like, see what it is now and then see what it was, you're like, this is, like, kind of boring. And But that's why Big Brother is so big and so amazing and why it has the big following it does today is because they evolve with every season. Expect the unexpected, the twist going on. But what I meant to say is a move that pissed me off was in Big Brother 21 when Nicole and Cliff kept Holly over Tommy during final five the i was screaming i was in college watching live feeds i'm like <laughs> because my winner pick was nicole anthony because me and my friends we always have like this winner i pick loved her 
and now here's the thing maybe it's just the nicole's i was like i do love nicole frenzel and i was like i do i was like whatever nicole anthony nicole had the game if she the game was done because Tommy would have taken her to the end. Cliff would have taken her to the end and Mickey would have taken her to the end. It was done. I would have been pulling on Cliff's sleeve, sobbing, being like, we are going to lose this game. Like it really was David versus Goliath. Like at that point, like you have no, like there was no chance in hell. And that was, I was so angry. So, and again, I can't blame them. Like I can't, it's in the game and you think one thing, but I'm like, even then just looking, being an outsider, he's in a showman's. Like, yeah, that's, it was, it, you always want to break. I mean, I'm shocked that they made it that far as I'm a like, showman. I'm like, at this point, I'm like, it doesn't matter if like, he is like your brother. Like if I was on that show with my brother and he had a fucking showman, so I'm like, he's not taking me. Like, you oh. know what I mean? So like, it was, it's not even like they were like working together and like they weren't, it was like, no, they were dating. Like yeah. it was, and again, like, and I applaud Cliff. Like I've seen him where like, he's literally been like, that was on me. And like, apply. I, I love Cliff. I do love Cliff. And I give it to Cliff, like, an icon. And, like, just Nicole, though, I was like, that was your game. Like, she had it, like, she had it in the bag. And for me, I, like I said, I always want to see a uh, underdog win. So that's why, like, I every season I watch, like, I want the unexpected to happen. Like, I want, like, I wanted Aza to come back and win. I wanted the finale to be Aza and Derek F. And I wanted Aza to take it. But I'm like, you just saw how it was going where I was like, no one's putting this man up on the block. Like, even when it's the cookouts done, like, guys, like, oh my God. No, I, I mean, like- I said, even in that double, if Aza would have kept Hannah and gotten Xavier out, she would have won. Like, it God, wouldn't have mattered. Hannah would have, ta- Hannah would have taken her. Like, every, Hannah, everybody would have. Every, Kylan would have gotten Everyone out. Everyone would have taken her. And then the jury would have been like, whoever got out Xavier is getting my vote. And it would have been Aza. And she would have won the whole thing. But see, and it's, it's crazy. See, for me, though, it's hard. Like, I understand. They're like, but we mean, like, real genuine connections. I get that. And I said this on the show, too. And I told this to Roxana. I told this to my producers. Like, do you think you're changing up your strategy a little bit? Because I was like, I'll lie to whoever I have to do and do whatever I have to do. But you realize how the game works. And so you just have to, like, mold your thing with it. And I said, no. Like, I'm just like, this is the circle. Why would I block my number one person? Because I think they're a threat. No. Great. I loved Kay. I knew Kay was a threat. She was up in the leaderboards. Great. Keep her in, whatever. But I said, even though Roxana is my best friend and my human, if it comes down to the finale and I'm with her, I will put her last. It's a game. I'm trying to win. I agree with you. And I think that's interesting. Something about season two that I thought was really fascinating was when it was, they knew it was the final ratings and they still put their number ones at number one. And I'm like, strategy would say, don't do that. Put your number one at the end. 100. Exactly. Or like, or the only reason why you would put your number one at the top is because you don't think they could win. Right. So like in my season's case, when it was Kay and James, obviously Kay and James are going to rate themselves first because they're like, we're fucking outnumbered. Like they're like, it's not looking good for I like, and if I was Kay or if I was James, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to put them first because I don't think they really have a shot. And like, it's, I would rather it be them than like someone from the other side. Um, Don't even get me started on my season though of like the clownery and the tomfoolery that went on. I mean, I can get into it, but like, it's so like. It's funny because in a very big brother way, there were two sides of the house in the circle, which I had never really seen before because it was sort of like, oh, so-and-so's buddied up or so-and-so's buddied up. Everyone was kind of 
like friends, but yeah. this was like the first time it was like, oh, there are two sides of the circle. Two very controversial sides. <laughs> All I gotta say is I was like, bitch, listen, cause I knew what it was gonna happen. Like you leave and you just like look at it and you're like, this does not look good for some of them. And so bitch, I went home, I said, I'm glad I ain't one of y'all. You were on the right side. Let's yeah, I was just like, Nick really effed y'all on this one, huh? I said, anyways, as y'all be getting your death threats in the DMs, I will be vibing. Literally, it was crazy because it's also funny to look at Nick aligned with all the catfish. And then they all were thinking that they were with genuine people. And it was literally like the catfish and Nick and everyone else. But you want to know what's so funny is I literally came into the game and I was like, oh, I don't care if you're, a I did not care. Did not care. Don't care if you're a catfish. Do, like, does not matter to me. If does your not connection is genuine, does That's it all. matter if they're no. a catfish? No. And people are going to say, I think what made the show, like, at first, like, it was the shock value and why that might have mattered is because, like, you're like, well, if you're not who you say you are, you're not genuine. But as players, you look at Matt, Matt was just himself with a girl profile. If I was going to go on as my best friend, Allie, I was going to say exactly what I said, do exactly what I was going to do, just have a girl profile. That's it. And I feel like now the game is so strategic. Like we just, it does not, it does not matter. I do not care if you're a catfish because guess what? Your photo might not be genuine, but Hey bitch, if you like me and you're rating me high, if you're rating them high, it's like, Oh my gosh, why would I get you out? It was funny leaving, being like, I like did not care who the catfish were, yet I did not really align with any of them. Like, I was like, and it was, I knew who the catfish were. Like, I knew Isabella was a catfish. I fell in love with Jackson and then convinced myself he was a catfish because when I saw Jackson's photo, I literally walked around my apartment for 30 minutes being like, this is my husband and I have to marry him. But I was like, but with that being said, I have to get rid of him because I'm in love with him. Literally, the reason I blocked him was because I was in love with him. Um, and it was like less blood on my hands. Um, and Ashley like changed up who she was halfway through. I was like, that's suspicious. That's weird. And so everybody else I was like spot on with, but, and I did at the beginning, I thought like someone could have been uh, catfishing as Rixana because I was like, oh, like no one's ever catfished as like someone Indian before. And then when she dropped her full body picture and like, she just opened up more. I was like, nah, she's real. Like she was just like the New Jersey-er really came out in her. And I was like, that's real. But babes, my season's full of clownery. James, I still tell him, I was like, dumbest shit you've ever did. And I stand by and I tell to his face, I've said it in every interview. I'm like, and he knows and he laughs and he's like, yes, I know. But like what's, and also another funny thing that like the viewers like wouldn't know at all is if I made it past the blocking, I made it past, um, I would have won the whole entire thing. $100,000, baby. It would have been great because if things worked out, like if my alliance rated how they should have rated, it would have been James and Kay. They would have gotten rid of Nick the next batch of influencers, it would have been me and James that time because everybody, because I had my alliance with Ashley and Isabella and they had no one else at that point. Um, I would have gotten rid of Ashley because my connection wasn't too good with her. Final ratings, James would, I think Kay said she was going to rate me first. Jackie said she was going to rate me second. Isabella said she was going to rate me first and James said he was going to rate me second or third. I would have won by like three, three whole rankings, like a whole ass person. So fun fact for all of you who are listening, but it's like, it just, hey, listen, but at the end of the day, I told James, I said, you better thank every single star and God that you won because I would have never let you live it down. Because I'm, you know, I like, I'm a strategist. Like I'm someone where it's like, if you like, 
Nick getting Nick wanting to get rid of me made sense. I'm like, yeah, like this makes sense. Like the wolf pack's done. Like no beef, no shade. I'm like, period. And then you look at James and you're like, this quite literally was just dumb. And then you got rid of Jackie and it was just like dumb, 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 dumb. Like it just kept going on. But I'm like, oh, you're so lucky you won. Because if you didn't, like, I would just be so angry at you just because I'd be like, you not only effed me over, K over, you effed up yourself. But hey, he won. So I'm like, you're lucky, bitch. Not all in vain. I was like, you're still, and I still will say on paper, it's dumb as shit. Like, you got rid of two of your alliance members and, like, you were down <laughs> two more. So on paper, bitch. But I was like, but it, but you did it and you got that bag and you got your little fiance that ring. And I was like, so, and I love him though. We're honestly, we're all, again, we're all family, which I think is unique compared to other reality TV shows because like we all hang out. Yeah. We all FaceTime, we all do lives. We all go on vacation together. We all travel together. Like we really are all family. So we blast. I love that. Oh my gosh. Oh, this was so, you're so amazing. Like, no, I'm literally, you're my best friend now. I like, love you. I'm literally not kidding. I'm like, okay, cool. So like, when are we hanging out? When are you coming? No, that's like, like the only thing I think in my mind is like, so when am I just going to call her to talk about more Big Brother? Like, that's all that's going through my mind. This whole interview is, I was like, oh my God. Because like, I want to know who your favorites are. Like, and I want to know like your favorite seasons. I want to know who you hated, like who you love. Like, I'm just so intrigued. I like, oh my gosh. Well, we need a part two then. So I'm not kidding you. Do we can literally do a part two solely for big brother. Like what our strategy would be going in, (gasps) what we would want to do, who we love, who we don't love, like our favorite seasons. Why are we, Oh, I'm no sign me up whenever. I'm not kidding. Okay. Well, great. So part two coming soon. Part two is coming because I'm obsessed with Madison. And if I was straight, I would steal her away from Austin, but Austin can be thankful and he can say, thank you, Daniel, so much for like, I mean, yeah. He'd have some competition, that's for sure. Now I'm literally just going to be stalking both y'all's Instagram and being like, I'm in love with them and I have to have them. Oh my gosh. Well, seriously. Okay, let's, we'll chat. Offline. We'll chat because we're going to do part we'll two for the people. On the Block is a production of Yes Studios. Our music is by Harrison Amer. Our executive producer and host is Madison McGee. Our producer and co-host is AJ Christensen. And our associate producer is Emily Jacques.